0: Life is complex, so is our mental health. It cannot be understood by diagnosis alone. Our philosophy is treat the person, not the mental illness.
1: Hello everyone, and welcome to another edition of Humanizing Mental Health. Unfortunately, my co-host and co-creator, Trent Akers, is sick today, and um and so he won't be joining us and we're picking up where we left off in our synergy series there's a series of of episodes in which we're introducing our colleagues that we work with synergy is this uh, center that has multiple different kinds of professionals uh, that work within the realm of mental health and holistic health and so today i am joined by Annie Anderson so welcome good morning Mm-hmm. How you doing today?
0: I'm on top of the world.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a great day to be here. Yeah, you're you're looking at any any anything in particular that makes today a good day?
0: Appreciation for life. It sometimes there's days where we can take things for granted, and some days we are very keenly aware of how precious life is and savoring those moments. And today is one of those days.
1: Mm, that's wonderful. So, as uh, is typical in these episodes, we want to kind of give a snapshot of who you are as a person, but also as as a clinician in in what you do. So, for that first part, do you mind just taking a moment to kind of tell us who you are?
0: Well, technically, I'm from BC, but I'm definitely an Alberta girl. I've spent more of my life in Alberta than any of the provinces that I've lived in, and I was on a flight actually many, many years ago and I was flying back to BC and the flight attendant said to me after a few minutes, you must be from Alberta. And I said, yes, but why do you, why do you say that? She says, well, you asked what the country music radio station was, you ordered a whiskey and you were in blue jeans.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, so where at in BC was it that you were, were born?
0: Uh, Born in Surrey and lived for a couple of years there before we moved to Alberta. And then we went back when I was a teenager to Langley. Oh. lived there for a couple of years before coming back to Alberta again.
1: I see. Yes. I, I gotcha. So your your first memories in life were actually in Alberta.
0: Well, I remember times in BC, not oh. many, hmm. but um, definitely more Alberta-based, mm-hmm.
1: yes. Yeah. And, and then tell us like about that context, your, your family um, that you grew up in, the family you have now.
0: Well, I have an older sister. And my parents and I and my sister Sarah, we all lived in a small oil town, Drayton Valley, couple of hours northwest of here. And we lived there for many years. And then when I was a teenager, we moved back to BC and we spent a couple of years there. And then when my parents and I came to Calgary, my sister stayed behind and she stayed to become more of a BC girl. Mm. And so mm-hmm. I came back to Calgary and we lived there for many years. And I've been actually a bit of a nomad. I have traveled with work and traveled for pleasure and lived in all sorts of different places across Canada. But I always seem to be coming back to Alberta.
1: Mm, I see. And what about your family that you, you, your own family that you have now?
0: So my husband is from Saskatchewan through and through. I think he probably bleeds green. Mm -hmm. And he and I live here in Medicine Hat with our two boys and our golden retriever, Ruby. And he works as a farmer in Saskatchewan, but he's made his home here in Alberta too with us. Mm -hmm. So he commutes Mm -hmm. back and forth. And now we're based here in Medicine Hat.
1: All right. So tell us the story. The story of how you came to be involved as a health practitioner, because actually, since I know you, I know that you have multiple disciplines um, that are part of your um, kind of package or uh, what, what you do. Well,
0: when I was uh, a young 20-something, I really found value in massages. I once I got turned on to how relaxing a massage was, I thought, this is great. And I would go for a lot of them. And I thought, you know what, maybe I want to be a massage therapist. So I took my training and I became a massage therapist and I started a business where I was doing mobile massage. But as with um, many young 20 year olds, I wasn't ready for that sort of calming sort of life experience. And I decided I, in fact, maybe I wanted to travel instead. So I left the massage. But just before I left being a massage therapist, there was one lady that I met, Sharon Tillman, and her massages were always just a little bit different. And I said to her one day, what is it that makes your massage different than everybody else's I've had? And she said, it was the Reiki. And I said, what is that? I don't, I don't know what that is. And she says, it's an energy modality and it assists in getting you more relaxed, releasing more stress than just a massage alone here, why don't you phone these people where I learned and you can get more information? I think you would really like it. And so I did. And I was hooked. I loved it right off the bat. I also though was hooked on the idea of traveling. So I did my Reiki training. And I also did my therapeutic touch training all those years ago. And then I took it with me, but I didn't practice it. And so I went along traveling and um, working all sorts of a variety of jobs all around the world. And when I decided to come back to Alberta, I didn't use it very much. I had drifted away from it. But then life really changed uh, on 9-11. It, it totally changed me from what is it that I want to do? What is my place in this world? Where's my contribution? And I left a very um, lucrative and satisfying career in sales. And I saw an educational psychologist and I figured out what it is that I wanted to do. And I wanted to return to my healing roots slightly different though.
1: In fact, I can see the passion in your eyes right now. Yeah. I can see the depth of the connection of how important that is in your eyes as you say these things. That's amazing. It
0: was life-changing. Mm-hmm. I, As soon as I figured out that I wanted to get back into healing, what is it that I wanted to do? And I stepped right into being a paramedic. I went straight into my first first aid class. I'd never had one before. And I came home after that first day and went, yep. I'm here. I'm home. I'm back. I finished that. I went straight into my first level of EMR training. Two weeks after that, I stepped into my EMT training in Calgary. And halfway through that program, I kept asking what, what can I do next? And back in those days, 20 years ago, you needed to have experience as an EMT before you could go to paramedic school. That's just the way, mm-hmm. way it operated. And I didn't have that. So I took a job in the oil field because that's how you progressed. Mm-hmm. And during that time, there was a new program that opened up here at the Medicine Hat College. And they took people in as somebody who had just their basic first aid, and they put them through all the levels of training to walk out as a paramedic. Mm -hmm. And so I, I contacted the school here and said, listen, this is what I would really like. And I like the fact that you're doing it differently than everybody else, because you're taking people that have no experience, teaching them, and then working them through the program. And so they said, come on down. So I drove down, had lunch with the school coordinator, loved what I saw. I applied and I got in that very next September.
1: Mm, wonderful. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and then you spent uh, a, a fair amount of time as a paramedic. I did. I've spent nearly... You, I mean, you still are a paramedic. Yeah, I'm still yeah. a
0: paramedic. Uh, I've been off for a bit and I'm now pursuing the energy medicine route because things have taken several turns since I was um, my, my paramedic career started. I went back in 2016 and thought, you know what? I think I'd like to get some more education in this. And I finished my Bachelor of Science as a paramedic. And then I thought, I think I actually want to go back to even farther where I started earlier. And I went back to the Reiki roots again. I refreshed the Reiki. I took more training there. I've added more disciplines since then. And everything just seems to keep adding on top of itself, opening up more doors for more people that
1: I mm. can help them with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so that kind of leads into the, the next thing that, of course, I'm curious about. And that is then here at Synergy... What is it that your practice looks like? What is it that that you offer?
0: Well, it's called the Energy Medicine Clinic Mm -hmm. because everything that I work with is around energy work. Mm -hmm. How energy is used in the body, how it gets stopped and blocked, how it can get released, and then how people can learn how to heal themselves, how they can reduce their stress, how they can reduce the pain. They can empower themselves to be stronger than they were to start with. Reiki was the first modality that I learned and I have gone all the way through my training to actually be able to teach people how to do that also. But I also do EFT, which is emotional acupuncture, acupuncture but without the needles. Mm-hmm. That's another modality that I've embodied. I've also in uh, adopted bioresonance, which is a way to measure the frequencies in your body and see which ones are out of balance and then create a balancing remedy that people can use To bring themselves back to balance. Mm -hmm. But I decided a couple of years ago that I actually wanted to go back to school again. And I'm currently pursuing my PhD to be a doctor of natural and integrative medicine. So I can take the best of both worlds that I have come to know throughout all these last two decades.
1: Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the additional interventions you'll be able to do with that training, what, what does that look like?
0: Oh, there's lots. There's aromatherapy, there's auriculotherapy, there's hormonal oh, auriculo. toxicology. I don't know that. Ah, it's using your ears. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's it's tapping into, you know how you have um, your feet, all the different parts of your feet connect with all yeah. the different parts mm-hmm. of your body. It's Map the same your, thing with your, your, your ears. Your your
1: feet, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. A much smaller map. Yeah, a much ear. smaller map. I, I mean, I got little ears, so <laughs> So to be like, um, you know, maybe we're not using your ears. Maybe uh-huh. we're gonna use your feet.
0: <laughs> An elephant might be easier to work on than a human,
1: right? Hmm, sounds like a research piece. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's very interesting. And I interrupted you. You, uh, I don't even remember the word you said that describes that. Actually. Auriculotherapy. Auriculo. Yes. Yeah, that's. That's a mouthful. It so, is. It so, is. And and you were saying some of the other methodologies?
0: So there'll they'll be uh, blood analysis. There'll be, um, oh jeepers, I'm stumbling because I haven't learned them all yet. There's so many mm. more things in the pipe still to come that I'm excited about that I haven't taken yet. Mm-hmm. But it's great because it's all based in quantum physics mm-hmm. and quantum healing and being able to empower people to do what they need to do to be able to heal from the inside out
1: mm-hmm. now while um there there may be and there often is actually a, a really big um kind of spiritual overlap um anyone that gets deep into physics actually into um some of the very um complex physics um it, it almost seems like maybe you're using different words um to describe the same sort of thing that someone is describing in spirituality but uh but you're you're Really referring to a scientific foundation yes. Um, that is, is about physics um, in that energy work. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: It's it's interesting trying to explain it. It's very easy for it to be explained and you can understand it. But then to be able to try and explain what you've learned to somebody else can feel a little intimidating because there is so much science to it. But it all makes so much sense. It's fascinating. It's one of the most fascinating things I've studied is this quantum physics.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that kind of pulls me to my my last question. And that is, um, if, if you were to have just one message that you would want to share that you think would make a difference for people, something simple, What uh, w- what would it be?
0: They need to realize they are more powerful than they give themselves credit for. They are much stronger and much more able to do the things that they don't necessarily believe that they can do. They just haven't been shown how.
1: Mm. Can I Can I ask you one follow-up question with that? Yes. Uh, I can see the conviction in your eyes that you believe this to be true. I'm actually wondering how you came to know this to be true.
0: I've done it myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have skin in the game. One of the things that motivates me to learn this and to be able to show this to other people is I have seen the physical changes in myself from suboptimal, moving towards optimal health. I've physically seen the changes. I have the measurements that show it in my heart and I have stopped wearing glasses since I started doing this. And I understand that most people might not believe they can do it, but they just haven't been shown how.
1: Wow, you know, um, I'm really hearkening back to, uh, to something that, um, and the listeners probably almost get sick of me mentioning Gabor Mate. Um, but something that was in his latest book that really resonates with what you're saying, and that is this idea that healing is possible, like from some things that we think are just foundationally, biologically set and not not necessarily actually yes. healing is possible, even for some things that are um, someone might have given up on a long time ago.
0: Well, Dr. Bruce Lipton and Dr. Joe Dispenza, they speak to that and they have amazing stories. And I absolutely buy into it. And I've seen it physically happen for myself and I've seen some of the stories that other people have done and it's inspirational.
1: Mm hmm Well, that is amazing. And I and I really would like to pull that together, that notion that you're saying that you're more powerful than what you think. That you have ability to influence um, your health in a way that maybe you don't believe because of a a society that has taught us that we can't. And to really be able to push home that, um, that message that actually that's garbage. Healing actually is possible. It is hundred percent. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining today. And, uh, this is Jeremy Alcorn signing out. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that this message has been as meaningful to you as it has been to us. If you're looking for help, you can find us on Facebook at Humanizing Mental Health.